Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. It's Friday, June 9th, 2023, and this is day 1906 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, I glorify you and praise you and thank you. Thank you, Lord, for speaking today. Thank you for uh, leading and directing my path along with each and every person out there that's yielding unto your will. And even those that are wondering why things aren't going well for them. I thank you, Lord, for comforting their hearts and letting them know that you are with them. And then helping them to realize maybe, you know, if there's anything that's not lining up with your will, that maybe that's taking place in their lives, that they will get that together and trust you. Because you said, come to you as we are. And so when you show us something, when we do come to you as we are, when you show us some things that you want us to change, that we will do that immediately and begin to see Uh, the adjustments that take place in our walk with you. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Uh, Before we get to the message, let me give you a quick update about T-Zone. This is our first full week as of today. It'll be a full week working with our youth. We had uh, over 40 kids signed up. We're averaging about 33 to 34 youth each day. Uh, The many of our uh, young people have been having a challenge those that are not able to come with transportation. And so that really is heavy on my heart. And uh, we're working towards getting a van. So we were blessed with, um, you know, the opportunity to come and present to an organization that gives out grants. And um, our grant writer um, sent in one of our proposals asking for funding for our DIY project uh, for tools and things like that. And so they also have an opportunity to uh, receive $50,000 towards a tangible item. So that tangible item for us will be a van. And so we'll be, I'll be presenting to them about that in, uh, in a week or two. And just keep us in your prayers about that because our babies need to be there with us. And we know that parents are working and may not be able to get their children to us. So, and we also, we want two vans and we know God will will make a way for that. We need two vans. So God will provide all of our needs. Uh, We want to take our youth on field trips and things like that. So if we had two 15 passenger vans, we would we should be able to do that. We may need three <laughs> or four. I mean, I can see it growing. We may need a bus. <laughs> uh, and, and hey, we're open to that. So if you you may be out there and you say, I've got one, I'll give it to you. We'll take it. <laughs> so the kids have been learning all about life skills this week. We've had uh, today we'll have a guest speaker. Uh, we had a guest speaker on uh, Tuesday. 
And that was Jill that talked about finances. Uh, today we'll have Maria and she's going to be talking about uh, all kinds of things. She's a book writer and poet. So whatever it is that God puts on her heart. So they've been learning about everything from uh, healthy versus unhealthy relationships to dining etiquette to uh, today they'll be learning more about their gifts. They learned about their styles, how they, you know, like to work and their personalities. And so they learned about credit, uh, the importance of uh, making sure you take care of your credit and what those credit scores represent and how you get them. So they're learning a lot <laughs> in these weeks. Uh, they had leadership classes this Wednesday, conflict resolution workshops on Wednesday, uh, they had uh, uh, they will ha they had dance class yesterday, so it's jammed pack. Oh, and on Monday they had art and crocheting, and I think I mentioned this the other day that you know they the group that learned about crocheting, uh, many of them are doing crocheting like in between class time or while I'm sharing with them and teaching and, and they're crocheting and, and that's great. I love it. So it's going over very well and we're grateful uh, to each and every one of you for your support. And we ask that you will continue to support us <clears throat> as we uh, grow and try to take in more children. And the other thing is we need a building. And we're so grateful to our pastor, Pastor Cynthia Kivett, for allowing us to use the church uh, but we can see that we're already outgrowing it. So, um, hey, we know God will provide. And that is what our message is about today. Uh, the title today is Get Your Priorities Straight. We're coming out of Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 34. And one of the most powerful uh, statements that Jesus makes to us here to guide our lives. Uh, I'm, I'm going to share that with you. And much of what I'll be sharing with you is totally from the Bible, and also um, a breakdown from Dr. Miles Monroe's book, Understanding the Kingdom. And uh, if you, <laughs> I don't really promote books much. Uh, the main book I promote is the Bible. Uh, but if you want to get a book, uh, any books by Dr. Miles Monroe would be extremely beneficial. But Understanding the Kingdom uh, is an extremely powerful book. I, I would recommend it any day. So let's let's go to the word, Matthew 6, 25 and, and 34. I'm going to do it a little different today. I'm going to read segments at a time and then break it down uh, and, and us understanding what our needs are. And we talked about this Wednesday night. Um, what do you consider your basic needs? And, um, you know, a behavioral scientist and psychologist, Abraham Maslow, who, after studying the motivations of human behavior, concluded that all human behavior is driven by the same basic hierarchy of needs. And here are the needs that he listed. And he did them in order of what's most important. Water, food, clothes, housing, protection, security, preservation, and self-actualization actualization, which means the complete realization of one's potential and the full development of one's abilities and appreciation for life. And at the top of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, so not every human being reaches it, the self-actualization, <laughs> and then significance. 
So, and I'm going to read the scriptures, but we're doing it a little bit different today. So, priority in religious prayers and petitions is for personal needs. Human needs drive religion. And when you serve Jesus Christ, it's not about a religion. It's about a relationship with Jesus. Okay, so much of what we call faith is nothing more than striving for the very things on Maslow's list. And and much of this that I'm sharing with you today is from the book of Dr. Miles Monroe. All right. And so then uh, he says, God established his priority at the beginning of creation and made it clear by his own declaration to mankind. Jesus Christ came to earth and reestablished God's number one priority. Should it surprise us to discover that God's priority for mankind is completely opposite to man's priorities. So we're going to read God's priorities, okay, out of Matthew 6, starting at 25, and, and really dive into that and understand the difference uh, in God's priorities as compared to what Maslow wrote our priorities should be. All right, so now we're going to go ahead and I'm going to read segments at a time of Matthew 6, 25 through 34. So uh, the first part is Matthew 6, 25, and Jesus is speaking and he says, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food? and the body more important than clothes. And then the breakdown that he gives is that he says, notice that that this statement directly challenges Maslow's hierarchy of needs and contradicts its order. Jesus's statement also exposes man's defective priority and confirms our preoccupation with less important. His abomination to us not to worry or his admonition, I'm sorry, his admonition to us not to worry implies that these basic needs for maintenance should not be the primary motivator for human action. So in other words, we don't need to go to God and pray uh, for what we need. He's already told us what we need what he's going to do for us and that we don't have to worry about these things because he's going to provide them. The word worry means to consume in thought, to establish as our first interest, mental preoccupation, priority priority or concern or fretting, fear of the unknown, and to rehearse the future over which we have no control. We don't need to worry about the future. We need to just focus on today. Then the second part uh, in Matthew 20, or the, the next part, Matthew 26 through 27 says, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And so this statement implies that our self-worth 
is more important than our basic needs and should never be sacrificed for the sake of those needs. Then Matthew 6, 28 through 30 says, And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was, a, was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? O oh, you of little faith. And that was Matthew six twenty-eight through 30. So the thrust of these verses is that our confidence in our creator's obligation and commitment to sustain his creation should lead us to transfer our priority for our basic human needs to the priority of cultivating and maintaining a healthy relationship with his kingdom and with himself. God cannot lie. God is obligated based upon his word to do what he said he's going to do. And so he said he'll provide for us. We don't need to worry about any of these things. Many times we are wasting time worrying about these things. We are wasting time praying about these things. There are other things more important that we need to be praying about because God already said we're going to he's going to give us these things. So so do not worry saying what shall we eat? This is Matthew 6:31 through 32. So do not worry saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. The word pagans here implies that religion should not be motivated by the basic by the base drive of human needs for food, water, clothing, shelter, and the like. That is not what we should be seeking. And we're going to get to what we should be seeking, but we're wasting valuable time that we cannot give back. As ambassadors for Christ, we need to be adding to the kingdom of God and trusting God to provide for us. Now, this is huge. Matthew six thirty three. Here's what Jesus said we should do. He says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. And that is how we do it. First, we seek the kingdom. Second, we seek his righteousness. And let me just read the breakdown from Dr. Miles Monroe. Here, Jesus states God's number one priority. Seek first his kingdom. This is the most important statement made by the Lord Jesus. And it establishes what should be the first priority in our lives. Jesus identifies the kingdom as being more important than food, water, clothing, shelter, and every other basic human need. According to what his assessment then, what should be mankind's priority and primary preoccupation in life? The kingdom of God. God's number one priority for mankind is that we discover, understand, and enter the kingdom of heaven. 
it is this priority that motivated uh, Dr. Miles Monroe is saying him to write this book. The priority of human beings is concealed in the words, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything you need for life will be added to you. This declaration by Jesus also suggests that there must be something about the kingdom that all mankind has missed and misunderstood. If everything we pursue and strive for to live and survive are found in the kingdom, then we have been misguided and perhaps have imposed on ourselves unnecessary hardship, stress, and frustration. And that is why, maybe why we're worrying so much. Maybe why we're stressing, which makes our bodies sick, because we've got our priorities wrong. Matthew 6.34 says, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So, for the last 35 years, this simple mandate laid down by Jesus Christ has been, Miles Monroe, he said, his life's mission. And it continues to regulate my life decisions today. The benefits that have come from this commitment have been beyond my expectations, which is one reason why I am wholeheartedly committed to assisting you in understanding this wonderful reality of kingdom living. So let's learn a little bit more about what it means to uh, seek first. What is seeking? So our first instruction from Jesus is to seek. This means to pursue, study, explore, understand, learn, and consider. Seekers must have a desire to know and possess a passion for the object of their search. To seek means to give diligent dedication to and to preoccupy oneself with that which one is seeking. The kingdom must be pursued studied, understood, and learned. When you are seeking something, uh, you want to find it. And in order to find it, we need to study it. We need to embody it. Second, Jesus tells us to make the kingdom first. In other words, the kingdom must be our top priority. The principal thing to place before all others as most important. We must place the highest value on the kingdom of God, setting it above everything as our primary focus. The kingdom must be placed above everything else and should not or should have no competition. It must be our highest priority. And then he also talks about righteous. Jesus' Jesus' uh, final instruction to us in this verse, is to seek also the righteousness of the kingdom. This is another vitally important concept. So, in essence, righteousness describes the maintenance of the rightly aligned relationship with a governing authority so as to qualify for the right to receive governmental privileges. So, when we're in right standing with God, We cannot help but receive all the privileges that come from the kingdom 
of God. <laughs> we are going to we're going to automatically receive them. This is why Jesus emphasizes the kingdom and the need to be righteous so that you can receive all things added unto you. This promise includes all your physical needs, all your social needs, all your emotional needs, all your psychological needs, all your financial needs, and all your security uh, needs, as well as your needs for self-significance and a sense of self, self-worth self and purpose. So Maslow's laws are contradicted uh, by God's um, mandate for us, his promise to us. So we need to understand, you know, and I, and I, and I always, you know, would look at Maslow's law. This is something we learned a lot about as I was, um, working in restorative practices. But when we look at it from God's point, when we are seeking first the kingdom and his righteousness, all these things will be added unto us. So we don't have to seek them. They will, I mean, when we seek God first, all these things will come to us. All right, so uh, let me look at, yeah, so that, yeah, that concludes all of them that I wanted to make sure to share with you today. It is so vitally important that we understand that and studying it more and more for ourselves. I would, I would highly recommend even putting this, <laughs> one of our ladies, um, uh, Anaya um, uh, said to us that she puts this on her, had written it all down and um, put it on her refrigerator, I think she said, and had that, you know, there uh, written out so that she would not forget that and how important that was to her. And so, yeah, we need to we need to do the same. I remember having my priorities wrong uh, and how God showed me this. I remember my brother was had been in construction and, and done um, carpentry work for all his life. And he had told me about, you know, becoming a minority-owned business, a woman-owned business in construction and how, you know, I would make lots of money doing that. So to make a long story short, short, I said, that's the kind of business I'm going to do. I did not seek first the kingdom of God. I did not follow the instructions of the word of God. I just followed after man because I was chasing money at that time. And so when I started that business, it only lasted a month because I knew I was in the wrong place. I didn't feel comfortable. I wasn't passionate about it. It wasn't something God gave me to do. And then I saw God's face. Then I seek, went seeking God. I mean, it's kind of backwards, but that's what I did. And I got an answer. So whatever way you got to do it, just do it. And I got my answer. And the Lord said, what do you enjoy doing? And it really lined up with all with the gifts that he had blessed me with. And um, and so that gift was hospitality. And I started uh, a business in the hospitality industry called Serving Clean, providing staff for parties and things like that. And I've shared that with you and did that for eight years. So doing that, then now I was in the area that God wanted me to be in and every one of my needs were met. I didn't have to chase it. 
every door was open for me that needed to be open and every door was shut that needed to be shut. The same when I'm doing T-Zone. Doors are being open. Money comes in as needed. You know, I don't have to worry about those things. I used to worry about it. I used to pray for that. God, please provide this or provide that. God is saying, what I want you to do is just line up with my will and do what I asked you to do. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. We are far more valuable than the birds and the fish and every animal that he ever created. He created us in his image. We're the only ones created in his image. Animals and all the things that he uh, created, we have dominion over them. (laughs) We should. And so they are... They have instinct. They don't have a choice. We have a choice. We're the only ones he created with a choice to serve him or not. And this is your day. If you choose him as your savior, now you can live based upon these kingdom principles. Now you are now uh, a child of the king. He loves everyone, but he wants you to accept him as Lord and savior. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That, my friends, is the ultimate. And my, and I want to make sure now if you, that to let, oh, I forgot a person's name. I said her name wrong. My dear Ayana. It was Ayana that I wanted to make sure I got her name right. Okay, so... Uh, Now let's go ahead and close out. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. All right, and and don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B, like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And I got a little bit off. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> and check us out. Don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth, life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, and human and sex trafficking awareness. We thank you again for your support, your prayers, and hey, keep doing what the word tells you to do as I will do the same. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.